You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked into the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, Ranger Trader at WFA.com. Joined always by Morgan Price at LoneStarBall.com. Morgan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Nice little off day. Got a two-game series and another off day after that. I feel good for the Rangers. Yeah. Having, having all this time off, just I could probably just go take a nap today and, and have <laughs> some fun. Um, get ready for this two-game series against uh, an Arizona team that I feel like they, they found their step a little bit more than when they played them early on in the season. Honestly, that feels like eight years ago. Yeah, it really does. But hey, the Rangers are, are finding their footing as well, um, a little bit more than they were early on in the season. Um, and also, Hunter Pence is coming back, hopefully, on Tuesday. So there's a bit of news, um, most of it on the farm, um, some of it at the big league level. But Hunter Pence will be given a medical evaluation on Tuesday, but will likely be activated for the Arizona series. And that's per uh, T.R. Sullivan um, on the farm. Josh Young, Rangers first round pick, is going from... Um, Arizona um, to straight to Hickory. He's not even bothering with Spokane. Um, that sounds about right. He's been absolutely crushing it um, in his literally four games in Arizona Rookie League. He has a slash line of 588, um, an on base of 632, and is slugging 941. Jeez. Um, that's good for a 1573 op. So that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, his first three at bats went homer, single, single. Um, he's walked twice and struck out three times. So He's not his, his career um, walking more than he's striking out, but you know it's fine. It's just four games. Um, I'm really excited to see what he can do in Hickory. I think that'll be more of a challenge for him, um, but that's exciting. Also, um, pitcher Joe Barlow, who's been in uh, Frisco, is going up to AAA. The bad news is uh, Yuri Rodriguez, who's having a really good season um, down on the farm, has a right elbow uh, UCL sprain. So TJ is not guaranteed, yeah. um, but he's going to be out six to eight weeks of rest um, for sure. But some more good news. Um, Taylor Hearn is throwing live BP this week, and he could pitch in a game by the end of July. So that's exciting. Um, good to see him getting back on his feet after after that injury just so early into his MLB career. Yeah. But good for him getting back there. So let's take a look at this Arizona team. Um, they're led by your boy, uh, Zach Granke. And uh, Robbie Ray. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to see Zach Cranky in this series. I know. What a bummer. A bummer for me, but maybe not necessarily for the Rangers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do have to see uh, Robbie Ray, who's having a, a stellar year. And also um, a guy, Alex Young, who the Rangers actually drafted initially um, out of high school in the 32nd round in 2012. Oh, my gosh. He's my year in high school. So no wonder I remember him watching him in college. <laughs> um, but he did go to... Um, college around this area he went to tcu and ended up being a second round draft pick um by the diamondbacks in 2015 so he's only made three he's only pitched in three games he's made two starts he has a 0.68 era and two wins um i both i think both those were in both of his starts but um he's been doing really well and he's who the rangers are going to see on tuesday night but he's got his he's got a tough task he's going up against lance lynn um but i feel like 
Ketel Marte is the player I'm most worried about facing on this team. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, for sure. Um, especially, you know, he's coming off the all-star game. So immediately anyone who's an all-star, I'm terrified of them. Um, but hey, maybe Joey got some like inside information on him. Maybe he did his research while he was there. That would be cool. <laughs> um, yeah, the uh, honestly, the Diamondbacks haven't been as strong of a team as I expected them to be. Um, <laughs> which, you know. That's not saying much, considering my expectations for this season have been <laughs> completely blown out of the water. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, at first, I went to go see how far back in the division they were, and they're 14 and a half games back. But they're only a game and a half in their wild card. So I don't know if that necessarily means just the Dodgers are freaking incredible and no one's catching up to them, and then the rest of the league is just kind of meh. Or if they're starting to turn around and be better because now they're a 500 team and they just haven't seemed as strong especially for a team they were they were the wild card last year them in the rockies mm-hmm. that was um, a wild wild card game yeah so i guess just coming from that i expected them to be better but yeah. ho- hopefully they're not better this series um yeah it was just kind of a weird year for them like they're out yeah. like all of, all of, almost all of their positions were just kind of weird and they've also been snake bitten a little bit by injuries um yeah. steven Sousa jr it's on the 60 day dl and he's probably gonna miss the entire um 2019 season he had that really just terrible injury uh he tore his acl lcl oh PCL, that's right oh. and post lateral capsule in his left knee it was just that was just really bad um taiwan walker had tommy john surgery um he was he was out since may 19th um, Blake Swihart is on the DL right now, um, just on the 10 day, but there's no definitive timetable for return. So that's mm-hmm. not entirely, um, not entirely, uh, just good to hear for them. They've also got David Peralta and Wilmer Flores on the 10 day IL. Um, both of those are going to be back, um, in the back half of July. So those aren't at least like, Oh, they may be out for forever. Who knows? Um, but still they've, They've had to deal with quite a few injuries, but yeah, Zach Rinke has been healthy. Robbie Ray has been healthy. Um, and Cattell Marte has been incredibly healthy and incredibly good. He's having like a career best. He just broke out. He never really hit that many home runs before. He's a switch hitting um, second baseman, I think is what he's playing the majority of this year. That's what they have him listed at um, on baseball reference. Um, Ooh, he played center field yesterday. Oh my gosh. He just is a do everything. guy. <laughs> but um, he really never hit for power. Um, his most home runs in a season came last year um, when he played 100. It was his most games in a season. He played 153, and he hit um, 14 home runs. This year, he has 21 home runs. Last year, wow. he had 12 triples, which is just kind of wild. Yeah. Um, he's a fast boy, and he only has four triples this year, so he's not quite on pace for, for that. But I think he'd take the double the dingers um, for maybe half the triples. I, I think I'd take that trade off. What about you? Yeah, for sure. But anyway, Christian Walker's had a really good season for them so far. Um, just a lot of bombs. Um, Eduardo Escobar, they're just a pretty good hitting team. I mean, they have a pretty hitter-friendly park, but their outfield is still super weird. Um, like, I, I'm never going to get over how weird it is. And, how, like, it just it doesn't make sense, the players that were, like, collected. It's just like, let's go get this guy and this guy. There's <laughs> not really a plan of, like, oh, do we want to, like, pair these guys, like, with 
uh, young core and like help them grow in it. It's like, let's just get three players who play at the outfield <laughs> and stick them together. And Gerard Dyson, uh, Adam Jones, and David Peralta. It's just kind of a weird team. Yeah. And it always will be. But hey, it's fine. What, what is this? CI? Um, Jake Lamb is listed as a CI as his position on here. And I have no what? idea what that is. I think it might just be... Uh, just It's got to be something. Something is wrong with baseball reference. This is the first... This is absolutely. I I don't have any idea what that might be because um, it's not like platoon. Um, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, but anyway, um, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll look at um, how this series we think it's going to turn out right after this break. So the Rangers are coming off a, a series where they really were hard fought, and the um, the first series out of the gate for the Diamondbacks did not go well. Um, they lost um, two out of three to the Cardinals. Um, but heading in the break, they were they were strong uh, going in and sweeping the Rockies. But I think the Rangers should win this series. Um, I would I, I would take a split, but they really need the momentum going into this weekend series in Houston, which is going to be even tougher than the series that they had um, this last weekend against Houston at home. But I think they need to take two out of three or two out of two um, in order to feel good about taking two out of three against Houston. What about you? Yeah, I definitely agree on that because I think for sure tomorrow should be a win with Lance Lynn on the mound. That should be your for sure win. Um, The second game, I mean, you have Chavez coming back from a not so sharp start, but manageable. Um, so I could I could definitely see them winning both games. The second game is the game I'm more questionable about. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, absolutely. Robbie Ray has just a filthy, filthy slider. But I think the addition of Hunter Pence is going to do so much for them, especially against such a tough lefty um, mm-hmm. like Robbie Ray. Um, it's just going to be it's going to make all the difference in the world, I think, having Hunter Pence back in this lineup. Okay, so then final prediction on who's who's who they're moving to make a spot for Hunter. Gosh, why you gotta make me do these things? <laughs> we just talked about this like it's the Rangers. Last, we talked about this like last week, and I I still, <laughs> ugh. man, I I don't know. You you go first. I, I have no um, idea. Are we my... gonna go Willie Calhoun? I don't know, because I feel like he was, like, not freaking on fire during the uh, during the Houston series, but he, I felt like he produced enough. Um, I, I, in the, the first, my first thought automatically was, what if they do something with Odor? Because, and we've been talking about it the last few episodes, but that's, like, it, time is out, essentially. Like, it's July, we're two weeks away from the trade deadline, that's more than halfway into the season and something's not figuring it out. And I, part of me wonders if he knows he's running out of time and that's also why it's not like it's starting to become more of a mental thing. Um, And that's why he can't figure it out because he's just trying to do anything to get it done. Um, And that's a lot of pressure. And, you know, if, if you do send him down for, I don't know, a, a, two let's say two weeks or something and let Danny Santana play second because he's 
totally fine defensively. He's great offensively. It's not a huge loss to lose Rugi for a few weeks to maybe hopefully he can get it. Some Maybe something will finally click. I don't know. Um, but that's just where my, my, my back of my brain is just saying maybe Rugi is the one they, they move for Hunter. It might just be. Um, I mean, and this team is like, if they really want to make it, if they're serious about making any kind of push, this is such a deep AL. Um, just like yeah. the, of like the few, the teams that are good, there's like a lot of them that are like pretty good. And then the ones that are trash are like mega trash. I was just looking at the, the uh, run differential and um, Texas has like the second to worst um, positive run differential. They're at 21 plus 21. Um, the angels are uh, plus 20. And then right after them, um, the first five under 500 team is the white Sox. And they are at negative 87, and that is the best run differential of teams with a losing record in the AL. The worst is Baltimore at negative 187. Oh, my God. It is so bad. It's like there's there's only two teams that are um, worse than minus 100, but Detroit is minus 160, 161. The next worst is minus 94, which is Seattle. But... You know, Texas is responsible for, for a good chunk of that in just, like, three games. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it might be put-up-or-shut-up time uh, because Hunter Pence should put this team's offense back on track. It hasn't felt like it's, like, fully on track because mm-hmm. they haven't had any of those, like, 10-run games in quite a while. I think maybe even since Hunter Pence has been on the AL. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but if y'all are just willing to go with me on the, on the facts on that one, I, I, it just, it just, it hasn't had the same feel to this offense. They haven't had any like big yeah. monster games. Like we know they're capable of. So I wouldn't be surprised if like Calhoun got sent down, if they want to like give Ruggie like, like a week or something. But yeah. I think it's like at most a week. And if yeah. he doesn't like just wow their socks off, then I, I think something drastic is going to have to happen. And yeah, that just kind of sucks. Um, I think the only... Because I, I really just don't want to see Willie go again. That's just, like, my only issue is, like... I'm sure Willie might be the easiest move for them. But but I just... I I think Willie deserves to be up here. Because he, he worked so hard off-season and spring training. And at the beginning of the season in Nashville. So I just want to see him keep getting this chance. Um... I think the only other option would maybe be Cabrera since he's a one-year deal. He's not making much. You're not losing much if you lose him. Um, and, you know, he's a switch hitter and so is Santana. So they can be interchangeable that way. So you're not like, well, we're losing another lefty or another righty. I mean, it, it that way it doesn't cancel it out. So that could also be an option. Also but more this, bets for, for Forsyth at, at third base, which yes. I kind of like Forsyth better because his arm, I feel like, is a little right. stronger than Santana's. Um, but I think Danny can play third base if he has to. Yeah. Um, but I'm just glad I don't actually have to make the final decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the thing about Willie is, like, it, if you make a move with Ruby, it's going to be very drastic, and I think they yeah. would like to keep putting that off for as long as possible. Yeah. Um, and Willie has been struggling the last 15 games. His on base is only 259. Um, he's only got two home runs in his last 15 games. He's just, he just has been struggling. He has, um, six times as many strikeouts as walks. Um, so like it'd be justified if, if they sent him down, like when he was in the middle of his hot streak, then, yeah, then he would have absolutely every right to complain. But right now, and they also talked about like him working a little bit at second base, which is where he was before he 
before he came to the Rangers. Um, so they could send him to AAA and have him work at second base defensively um, yeah. and give him some reps there where it wouldn't be hurting the big league team if he's just experimenting with a position he hasn't played in a few years. And now that you mentioned that, it it does make more sense to send Willie down if Hunter Pence is coming up because Hunter could be a outfield option, even though he's not the best of the pick, but at least that way you're trading one position for the same position. Exactly. Plus, Willie would would be getting more at bats and more reps um, down the Myers anyway. Which, if Hunter, if like Ruggie is the one that gets sent down um, when Pence comes back, then Willie's at bats are going to suffer anyway. Unless True. he's going to start playing second base a whole bunch, which I don't see happening um, in the immediate future. Okay, at so I think I changed my answer to Willie. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, totally within your right to do that. Um, <laughs> I feel like something's gonna be done with Cabrera uh, in the near if he doesn't yeah. turn around in the near future too. I and mean, I feel like that would be that would happen before something would happen to Rugi because like yeah. I mean, they're on the hook for a lot of money with Rugi and they believe in Rugi and have spent more time developing Rugi than they have Estrubal Cabrera, who's kind of hopped in here as a fully formed um, baseball player as opposed to Rugi, who they've been cultivating and like working on for all these years. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm just really dreading the day when, if something happens, I don't want to say when yet, but it's there, starting to feel more like when. Yeah, there was one thing that this conversation reminded me of that the broadcast had mentioned when the Rangers were in Minnesota, and that um, Danny Santana had a really good rookie season with them, and then kind of fell off, and he had gone so far, because it became, for him, it became very a mental issue that he just was thinking too much about things to the point where he went and saw a psychologist and that really is what like helped him turn things around and it it made me wonder how many players do that because it I'm sure with Rugi at this point it has to be affecting him mentally just to be because I can't even imagine how frustrating this season has been for him trying different things or at least saying he is I um so I wonder if maybe I feel like Danny Santana is a guy that could give like that kind of advice of like, well, maybe it, you need to talk to someone about it who can understand your brain or even like maybe even having Hunter Pence back because he seems to give advice and talk to everyone regardless <laughs> of position. Like maybe even just having him back might maybe he's seen. So I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas out because it's just it, it, it sucks to see Ruggie struggle this much. It really does. Um, and there's always, like, one fire. Like, there's always one lightning rod on the team um, of, like, a guy that, like, oh, this this guy, so, like, for years it was Chu because, oh, his contract sucks and he's so bad. And yeah. then it was um, Joey Gallo because, oh, he strikes out too much and he sucks. <laughs> and um, I forgot who it was in, in years past, but it's it's always somebody. Like, every single team has one guy where they're like, oh, my gosh, this guy sucks so bad. Um, a lot of times it was the closer when the – when they had been the closer the year before and then the year after they just fell apart because that's just what closers do apparently um, uh, on the Texas Rangers. But it, it really hurts seeing it be Ruggie after he was a fan favorite for so, so, so long. Yeah. Like, and he gave us one of the greatest moments in baseball history. I'll argue to my dying day <laughs> watching Jose Bautista get punched in the face over and over and over again. Yeah. Ugh. And they can never take that away from us. And that alone, I would argue is worth <laughs> Um, all the money and more on his extension and all the horses in the world. But 
Rookie the baseball player is uh, different than than Rookie the legend, and Rookie the baseball player is struggling hard right yeah. now, and it just hurts to watch. But and I think it's real quick. I think it's also frustrating because we've seen him play really well and have really good streaks of being a very good baseball player, and so I I feel like we just all know it's there, and he knows it's there, and the coaches know it's there, but like just something is not clicking. Yeah, and we saw it as recently as last year for that yeah. two-month stretch where he was one of the best offensive players in baseball. It was insane. Yeah. We loved it. It was so exciting. And then he kind of tapered off in, in September when everyone kind of stopped paying attention because the Rangers yeah. were a bad team. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's like the whole second half he was really good. It's like, eh, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but it's going to take a kind of streak like that. Um, yeah, for sure for him to turn things around and for him to, to just kind of savor some, a lot of the bad will that fans are harboring toward it. Not that he really needs to care about what fans are thinking, but just for himself and for his career. Um, and I know the second he goes, if he gets cut at this, like the second he goes to some other team, he's going to, he's going to play pissed off and he's going to probably play really, oh, really well for sure because that's just who he is. But I really hope that he, he fixes whatever whatever's wrong. I hope he can fix that and and get right and get back to the rookie that we saw, or like even eighty percent of the rookie we saw for those two months where he literally could not be stopped yeah. at the plate. But hey, baseball sucks sometimes. Yeah. But the, ra- the rest of the Rangers are really good. Don't forget that Joey Gallo is an All Star and an All Star MVP in our hearts, and so is Hunter Pence, and so is Mike Miner, and Lance Lynn is totally on the realm of people who should have been in the All Star game. So this team is still good and fun, but it breaks your heart when one of your favorite guys is is struggling. But hey, it's not he's not a lost cause yet. So still hold out a little hope for him. I know it's hard, but <laughs> yeah, we'll be here with you. Hold not hope for Rudito Door. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag Together We Pod. <laughs>